0: I am not going to... I was honestly not going to talk about... Well, one of my shout-outs was to the LSU football program firing at Ogeron.
1: You're happy about that? Yeah, I'm happy about it. He coached the most dominant team in the history of the program. Like, they literally set records. Ace. You're like, fuck that guy. Ace.
0: All right. What? You know, I could have coached that team to a championship. The team had... That team, you know... Yeah, it's
1: it is pretty legendary. That's that, that's, that's, like, that's like that they had.
0: that's like giving Steve Kerr all the that's like giving Steve Kerr credit for those uh for, for those Kevin Durant Warriors like
2: oh, okay like, yeah, oh, yeah 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 that, that, that was real
0: yeoman's work it was so real yeoman's work getting <laughs> so, <laughs> so Phil Jackson that gets Warriors no credit team, for the
1: '96 right? Bulls then
2: no he doesn't That's a, no
0: not by the by the time like by by the first the first championship so I the '91 no Bulls
1: for. yeah the '92 Bulls it was all joining text winners. By the time, once,
0: once once Jordan became the greatest player that the world has ever known, Phil Jackson mm. didn't have to do shit. Phil Jackson, to just, Phil, just, Phil Jackson just had to make sure that Dennis Rodman showed up to work.
2: That's it. Yo, that's story. Know, the story. Phil Jackson just sat on his ass all day. Wow. You, you okay. Down? All He's right, man. He was chilling Joe like Jackson. the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Bill did you, Jackson had you to saw make the next make sure game out. last night. What's the name was Timber? Was up there puffing, puffing, back, back and forth throughout the whole game. Who? Cool. make sure
0: <laughs> Robbin showed up to work and nobody fought. That was it. He just <laughs> had to make sure none of the, nobody fighting each other. He's a counselor him back to work.
1: You know what? He, well, he did a great job of basically keeping people in the early days of uh, not fucking up Michael Jordan. Basically, exactly because a lot of That's dudes were ready to fight him, which is kind of hilarious to me.
0: Bill Jackson came in, he brought the weed and the bitches and he moved out the way. Oh, <laughs> my God.
2: Okay, we That's need to it. have this in the podcast.
0: <laughs> Bill Jackson brought the weed and the bitches and he, t- he told everybody, get out of Michael Jonas way and we're going to win this chip. That's exactly what happened.
2: Okay, we can, we definitely edited this part out.
1: We are <laughs> or we aren't? We're not. <laughs> want to leave this in, okay. Yes,
2: that, that boosts his ratings.
1: Boost ratings, <laughs> why not? It does, it right. is listed as explicit, so
2: yeah. So that's what people come for,
1: yeah. And that's what they're here for, right? They're this is why they tune in week in, week they're, out.
2: You're not here for your, 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 <laughs> your horrible picks. You know?
1: My sage advice first of all, how dare you talk about horrible picks? I'm still leading on the season, sir. For now, for now, for, for now, now. Well,
0: Anthony Anthony had the best week out of all of us. If you Taking look over. at the numbers. Anthony's week six was better than both you and I. You came in third this week, Ace. Uh, week six. Yeah, I had a rough a recap.
1: week. Nah, we're not doing a recap. Nobody wants to okay. do do a recap show. Y'all are busy.
2: Yeah, I can't help it. I was like I said it earlier. I was flying in from England.
1: Oh uh, yeah, you were flying in from England. Bets. <laughs> I went zero and five <laughs> in my best bets. No, Actually, no wait, you that's no, didn't. not you true.
0: Didn't. No, 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 no. You didn't. You didn't. I didn't. I didn't plug. I didn't plug in all the bets. I won bets
1: one, yet. two, three. I won three.
0: Yeah, you went three and two. Anthony didn't make any best bets, so I didn't count his.
2: Jesus, and... all of my best
1: bets were all the wins I had.
2: I should, my yeah. best bet was, would have been the Jets. You know, Jets win. Yeah, three. and
1: I went three and two. They were on a bye Easy weekend. weekend. Dallas.
2: Now, that was the biggest That was the biggest win because, you know what? Buffalo lost, Miami lost, and England lost. So that's and, a big win for me. And
1: beat the brakes off me last week. He almost doubled my picks, and he's still in third place from the season.
2: Oh, yeah, I catch up. mm mm-hmm. yeah. I'll catch up, man. Don't All worry right, about All right, Charles
0: Barkley. I'm, I'm in second. Anthony, Anthony just had that one bad week, which was what, like week
1: five? He had four games, correct? <laughs> yeah. All right. Welcome to the Uptown Parlay podcast. We got Ace, Ant, and Malik.
2: And now we include what up? into this. What up? <laughs> what up? What up? What up? What up, what up, what up, what
1: up? <laughs> Including who into this?
2: We're including the audience because, you know, we just kept on going. And all of a sudden, now is welcome.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. This is how we do on in our intros now. And I'm actually, I'm going to lightly edit the beginning there. All right. Um, right. We're going to start out with our college. I'm going to start out with my college picks. Yeah,
2: y'all go gonna ahead. I'm going to
1: run these down real quick because Anthony doesn't watch college football. The only yeah, football fan I know. For-
2: hmm? I'm.
0: NFL. I'm boycotting college football until until we get a, until LSU gets a coach that I that I actually care about talking about. So Man. I'm boycotting college football for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, because your team's Sorry, that's okay.
2: <laughs> My team sucks. They're not that I bad. Hey, football, it's the time for the drive, so
1: they beat Florida in Florida, so they're doing something right. They ruined their year. That is, so true. That that is true. That is so true. They is. They're not. They're not terrible. They're just not. Let's put it like this: If LSU doesn't win four, fourteen games. They can't go eleven and one and beat Bama. Then we should oh, be no, much better. The moons crashing into the earth. The tides. Yes, are, because yes, absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely. That's the whole point. We don't. Yes. We don't look when you are a team that plays for championships and you don't win championships. That's not a good thing. That, no. Just plain and simple.
1: You need to embrace just the mediocrity of us Big Ten fans who are just happy with our team making the Rose Bowl. So I don't know what to tell you. Michigan's undefeated. I'm happy. My actual alma mater is uh, what, three and four, and they can still be bowl eligible. So that would be an achievement. because That'll be four years in a row of the University of Buffalo being bowl eligible. Shout out to them. Um, I'm going to go through my college picks. These are the best bets I have. They're also posted. I'm only going to give you all half because the rest of them are on Patreon. Like and subscribe and pay for that. But UMass getting 35 and a half at FSU. Florida State is terrible. They actually lost to a FCS team, which UMass is just a step above. They only have one win on the season. But if you're going to spot them 35 points, I'm pretty sure that they can keep it close enough with Florida State to stay within that. My aforementioned Michigan Wolverines are not going to beat Northwestern by more than, I don't know, two touchdowns. They are 24-point favorites at home. I don't know why. It does not make any sense to me. Um, Washington State, who had to fire their coach because he wouldn't get vaccinated, is hosting is going to BYU BYU is only minus four and a half I'm sorry they're at Washington State so they're going to Pullman so I'm taking BYU who finally lost one game I think BYU is going to rebound and they're going to beat another power five team UTSA out of San Antonio which Anthony doesn't pay attention to was undefeated on the season and finally ranked for the first time in the history of their program they are playing at La Tech they are minus seven I'm taking them and finally, another team from the MAC Conference, the best of the group of five, in my opinion, Western Michigan, who has several pros in the NFL and a New York Jet, that Anthony might actually know, is minus three at Ball State. Ball State is one of the worst teams in the MAC Conference. Western Michigan is going to win the West and probably win the MAC Conference Championship this year. So if you want to make some money, Western Michigan, Northwestern, UMass, BYU, and UTSA. That is your fourth. Was it that four or five teams I just named right there? Go ahead and put those five. Go ahead and put those five in. Put $20 on it. That's 14 to one. You'll have yourself a nice $280 to go do something with on that Sunday.
2: What are you you talking about? I don't know about UTSA. You can trip or fall in San Antonio and not know about UTSA.
1: What's their mascot? I
2: don't
1: know. Okay. Uh... Thank you, Anthony. Malik. That was, that was, was so time. That was so good. This, you know what? I'm thank you for being back on the podcast. We really missed you. Us and the <laughs> listeners. We 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 missed that wit. And that was that
0: was perfect. That was perfect. Perfectly timed.
1: <laughs> if Malika has any, you got any college games for the people out there?
0: I'm not watching any college. I told you, I'm not watching any college games until until somebody. <laughs> Till my LSU, my LSU head coach is replaced. Um, no, the only game I am paying some attention to is Purdue, Wisconsin. I do want to see if really? that is a game I am very, I, I, I want to see how that one plays out. Cause Purdue, Purdue, I want to see if Purdue is as good as, I don't know. I don't know what to think about them yet. Um, in the games I have watched of them, they've been pretty good, but Wisconsin, okay. they're, they're, they're three and a half point dogs against Wisconsin. Wisconsin is typical and Wisconsin has not been a dominant team this year. So, to me, that feels like a game that you can actually watch. It. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty interesting uh, back-and-forth matchup. It's only a three-and-a-half point spread on this one. Okay. Um, so, and Purdue still ranked in the top 25. So, the, that, that game I'm actually interested in, mildly. Okay. Um, and I'm pissed off that you know Alabama is still uh, in, in, the, in the four, in the top four. So, in the college football playoff, despite, despite losing to an unranked team. Well, so, the
1: main reason is, is that Oregon lost. If Oregon hadn't lost, they'd be number five. They should still be four. I don't care. Whatever. Well, I still believe Oregon, that. LSU... Oregon lost
0: and fell to 10. Oregon lost and fell to 10. Okay? Yeah. Alabama lost. And Oregon lost to who again? Who was it that they lost to?
1: Oregon lost to Stanford at Stanford. Yeah. Who lost to Oregon, Oregon State? Oregon lost to
0: Stanford. Oregon lost to Stanford and fell to number 10.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: LSU, I mean, Alabama lost to... Texas A&M oh, at Texas, Texas A&M, A&M.
1: A&M. yeah at uh, on A&M. a f- on a last second field goal
0: and fell to 5 this this is this is what tells this is, tells me that the voting the voting people out there they they just love Alabama and they hate everybody else <laughs> they have to get Alabama into the college football playoff there is no reason why the Alabama Crimson Tide didn't when they lost that game, they should have fell to at least eight. I was expecting at least eight. As soon as they got to five, I said, "Well, they're, they're going to be back in because somebody in that top four was going to lose," and, exa- and it happened in one week. Well, and now they're back in.
1: I know nobody was happy to see them lose except you. So I exactly. always root for chaos. So hopefully, uh, Wake Forest can win the ACC. And if Wake Forest goes undefeated in the ACC, there's no way that they can sit here and say an undefeated Georgia team, an undefeated Cincinnati team, and ai am assuming Ohio State wins the Big Ten unless somehow Michigan comes out of nowhere and runs the Big Ten. Any undefeated teams from a power conference are going to go. And is still undefeated. Oklahoma State's still undefeated. Somehow Wake Forest is the only undefeated team in the ACC. So I am praying and hoping that actually happens because if it does, guess what? Alabama will be playing in the Sugar Bowl and not the College Football Playoff. That is the Sugar Bowl. I don't follow it that closely, but I do know they'll be playing in the, uh, I don't know, the Gator Bowl or something. Um, I still think that LSU can actually beat them, you know. Wake, Wake Forest is Any is team undefeated. that can beat Florida on the road, which Alabama almost lost to, can beat Bama. If they can play that Ace. bad against Texas A&M, who got blown out by Arkansas, guess what? LSU can beat them.
0: Ace. Wake Forest is undefeated. Undefeated currently, the only undefeated in the ACC, undefeated team in the ACC.
2: Mm-hmm. They're number
0: 16 in the country.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Alabama. Alabama is number five with a loss. Okay, yeah. so number four with a loss, and, and Wake is undefeated. So look, I tell you, I was like, you know, this is this is just the world that we live in, man. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: um, Wake can't play because there's nothing life. we can do about it. There's just listen, nothing we can do about it. They could lose to Tennessee this week at home. It's not going to happen, but they could.
0: Maybe they won't cover. That's about <laughs> it. It's 24 and a 24-and-a-half point spread. Maybe they won't cover.
1: And listen, App- Appalachian State beat uh, Coastal Carolina, so anything can happen. But who knows? And Georgia right. is losing. Well, Georgia's not playing this week, are they? Uh, I believe Georgia's going to no, Georgia's on a bye. Georgia, Auburn, yeah. Baylor, Iowa, Kentucky, and Michigan State are all on a bye week. Yeah. All right, that's enough for college football. Moving on, Anthony, you can unmute your mic again. We're talking about pro sports.
2: Oh, so I don't have to have my 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 um, my fingers in my ear like this, whatever. <laughs> you no, know, like, like a little kid or whatever.
1: No, you do not. But let me give it up to Anthony, even though he wasn't on last week's podcast, which I had to do solo dolo. He got ten correct picks. He went ten and four. I went six and eight. Malik went nine and five. It was my worst week yet. Um, I
2: need to be in London more. I make more good picks there.
1: Yeah, you were in London. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: How long's the flight?
2: Maybe sixteen hours. A sixteen-hour flight.
1: You connected yeah. through Mexico City. <laughs>
2: Hey, that's how I, that's how I pick up my Mexican Cokes. Got it. Mm. Got it. Yeah, I do got a Mexican Coke. Let me go find it. I'll be right back.
1: Okay. We will be picking the Kansas City at Tennessee game, which is a one o'clock game somehow, even though Tennessee is in Nashville. And I think Nashville is on Central Time. So I'm still trying to figure that one out, which means they're going to be playing this game at 12 o'clock in the afternoon.
2: Ooh, Mexican coke. They
0: probably. They probably. I mean, they most most of the games are early games
1: which is odd, right? Cuz uh Kansas City, I don't know. Well, Kansas City is definitely in the central. And I thought Nashville was too, but maybe I Yeah, it go. is. It is. It is. Okay. So well, they're in a, the same time zone, so that's not really east to west. All right. I am going to go first after seeing Tennessee uh beat out a much better team in Buffalo. I can see that defense standing up to Kansas City. Kansas City has can't no handle the Jets though. Kansas City has no run game. Kansas City can throw the hell out of that ball, but they are four and a half point favorites. I'm gonna take Tennessee getting those four and a half. I believe in that defense, especially after what they did to the Bills. They didn't really stop Diggs, but they pretty much stopped everybody else. Although Captain Anti Vax did score a touchdown for them, I'm still gonna take Tennessee in that defense. They have they did lose their starting left tackle in Tyler LeWan, who is somehow okay. Although he looked like he damn near got paralyzed in that one play, but they should be all right. The over-under and this is 57.5, which is way too high. I'm taking the under. So, give me Tennessee in the under. Go ahead, Ant.
2: Well, um, Tennessee's um, beat down of the Bills, you know, it was joy. It was like joy in my heart just to watch that. But, you know, who beat the Tennessee Titans? The Jets. So, I'm going to keep rubbing that in there. But anyway, as far as for this game, i want to definitely take the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs in the over in here. People keep sleeping on them. I don't know why. This is the Chiefs. They're going to win it, and they're going to yeah. win it big.
1: You know why people are sleeping on the Chiefs? They have the same three-and-three three record as
2: Chicago, Denver, and Cleveland. Think about yeah. that. Yeah, but the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Chicago is Chicago. All right. <laughs> Chiefs in the over. Go ahead, Malik. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Tennessee is showing – this is this is that middle of the seat middle middle depth is the area of the season where derrick henry just basically dominates um runtime dominates clock and you know they're figuring out how to win and they're they're starting to get a little bit healthy aj brown is starting to play a little bit a little bit more um julio jones looks like he's starting to get a little bit more acclimated with the with the offense. I mean, look, we never expected them to beat most of us, didn't expect them to beat uh Buffalo last week. You did. You picked them an Ace. So that's right. Uh, you know, congratulations on that. But, you know, getting them to beat uh <clears throat> to beat KC, I don't think this I don't think it's a far stretch. So I'm gonna take Tennessee in this game to cover um or or you yeah, know to cover the spread. Maybe they don't win the game, but I think this game stays close. Uh Tennessee is able to keep the game close and keep KC from you know blowing the blowing the blowing the gates off, especially at home. So I'm gonna take Tennessee and the under in this game.
1: When Tennessee has healthy receivers, they can stay with anybody. And Derrick Henry wears down every defensive line he plays against. And Kansas City's defensive line are basically their front seven is pretty bad as is. So that's why I'm picking them. Picking against them, I should say. We have the Washington football team at the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers are favored by seven and a half now. That line started at six and a half, so that line's moved. over-under is 48 and a half. I'm going to be taking the Green Bay Packers at home because the Washington football team is terrible. They have a terrible quarterback. They have a pretty good running back. Sorry for everybody who drafted him after thinking he was going to be good after last year, Antonio Gibson. Terry Mm -hmm. McLaurin is probably going to be good in fantasy, but he will not be good in this game. Um, There's a reason why I drafted the number one receiver from Green Bay, and he's going to light them up. I refuse to say his name as a Bears fan, but I will take him on my fantasy team. Give me Green Bay (laughs) and the over at forty eight and a half. All right.
2: All right. Um. Well, do do Aaron Rodgers own own this own this stadium? You know what? You know (laughs) what?
1: Finish your pick.
0: Sorry, well, it's 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 Lambeau Field. So yes, he owns Lambeau Field. He does own Lambeau Field. But does he own
2: now. that? Does he own that team too? I think he could kind of own copyright the them in the Bears at the same time. He owns
0: whoever comes to Lambeau Field.
2: <laughs> he owns you. He owns the Bears. But anyway, he's not playing the Bears this week. But I'm gonna have, I'm gonna take the Packers, and I'm gonna take the Packers and the under in this one. I still I think this is gonna be a good game. This is not gonna be last week where Aaron Rodgers basically um. What's the name? Was gonna basically buy buy a new home, you know? He owns he owns the. Yeah. It was awesome, but anyway, I'm taking the I'm taking the package. I'm taking the under on this one. Go ahead, Malik. I'm sorry, I had to make fun of the Bears on this one.
0: Green Bay has covered all five games since they lost in New Orleans. They've covered they covered against Detroit, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and of course Chicago. Anthony's laughing at them from last week, um, so no reason to go away from Green Bay this week. Um, <clears throat> seven and a half points is a fair amount to give up. But one thing we do know about Aaron Rodgers is he, 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 he likes to toy with his, his opponents. Like, he, you know, he's not, he's not comfortable winning by three. He wants to win by seven, 10, 14. He wants to win by as much as he possibly can. So don't expect him to, uh, you know, throw caution to, to, you know, just, just be conservative out there. He's going to try to, you know, you know put the, put Washington into the dirt. So, Expect the defense of Washington to play up, but there's not much they can do on, on the offensive side of the football. And you're right, Ace, um, Jair, Jair Alexander versus Terry McLaurin. is going to be an interesting matchup, um, but I'm going to lean towards Alexander in that, in that. And so I'm going to assume that McLaurin won't have a great game, and because of that, Washington football team will not be able to score very much. So I'm going to take Green Bay as well. It's a clean sweep here, and this is my first best bet.
1: Wow. Okay. Next up, we got Baltimore hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Baltimore is undefeated at home. They are also three and zero against the spread at home. The over/under for this game is forty-six and a half. Baltimore is favored by six and a half, and Baltimore is my first best bet of the week. After um handling easily the LA Chargers, or as they put it in the paper, "unplug the Chargers." Yeah, thanks for that alliteration. They beat the Chargers, they beat Indianapolis, they beat Denver. They're on a five, one, two, three, four. They're on a five-game winning streak after losing the first game at Las Vegas, which seems pretty fluky right now, considering how they lost that one. I expect Baltimore to be able to handle this team. They're still playing with a second-year quarterback. Jamar Chase is impressive. T. Higgins is pretty good. But Baltimore's defense was able to stop Mike Williams, who's leading the league in receiving touchdowns, and also Keenan Allen, who are both – More seasoned and better receivers than Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are. Um, Samajay P. is hurt, so they have no backup to Joe Mixon. And basically, Baltimore can run the ball with anybody. They have three people that we remember playing in the NFL in 2015. Um, All of their running backs are over the age of 30, and they all scored a touchdown last week. So clearly, whenever Baltimore wants to run the ball, they can. They may actually run for 250 and throw for 250. So give me Baltimore and the over. This is a lock. And go ahead.
2: Lamar Jackson for MVP, man. Dad, he's he moved up on my board. Plus as, one thousand. Yeah, shoot. I, I, I can't. I can't bet against him. Man, who's gonna? Who in? The, who in the NFL? Do y'all think going can actually stop this running game?
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. Is he somebody
0: he, in the playoffs? Somebody in the playoffs? Because somebody in the playoffs always does eventually. Mm. Yeah, but as of
2: right now.
1: No, in the regular
2: AFC, season, nobody. Yeah, in the so AFC,
1: that, only only maybe the Bills, but the Bills are gonna have to go to Baltimore.
2: Yeah, so I, I'm just that, that just answers my question right there. Just give me Baltimore. You just gotta pick the over down there on this one. I'm just gonna flip a coin and we're just gonna go with the over in on this one. That's that that that's just right there. That's the only thing I can say. Baltimore and the over. Lamar Jackson may be actually MVP this year. Yeah, two time so, yeah. MVP.
0: He's mm. playing MVP style football, and there's no reason to believe that he's, you know, and he's the most dangerous weapon in the sport. I mean, a lot of people say since Vic, but he might even be more dangerous than Vic um, because he's more because even he's more accurate than even Michael Vick says he thinks he's faster than him. So, um, so when Michael Vick says that, because Michael Vick is a pretty, is a pretty proud man, so Michael Vick pretty much said, "Yeah, Lamar Jackson is faster than me, faster than I was when I was when I came into the school." That that means that means something. Um, look, Baltimore, uh, just, just just for giggles here, um, Baltimore's six games this week, this game six games thus far this season. They failed to cover weeks one, three, and five and they covered weeks two, four, and six. So in that, in that, in that uh, strain, you would expect them to not cover this game against um <clears throat> against Cincinnati in a six a six and a half point spread like this just if they go by the trend this is not a good cover I'm not playing this game I think I know you called this the best bet I'm not playing this game so this will not be on our parlay um I'm going to pick Baltimore to cover just because I'm, I'm I'm too much of a chicken to go with Cincinnati but I think Cincinnati can actually keep this game close I watched them beat the breaks off of my Detroit Lions last week uh with very very little uh opposition from my team. Um, And what I saw from them was a good defense, a quality defense that was able to get after the running game of the Lions, which actually had been playing pretty well up until that point and forcing the quarterback, Jared Goff, who is not Lamar Jackson, uh, forcing uh, Jared Goff to make plays, which he was not able to do. The difference here is Lamar Jackson can make all those plays and more. So I feel like at home, it's just going to be a touchdown game at best. Um, and so I will pick Baltimore to win this game, but I'm not playing this and I'm not comfortable with that cover.
1: What gives me more confidence in picking Baltimore Cincinnati lost at home to Chicago during Justin Fields first start ever as a starter in the NFL.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I look again, Cincinnati, Cincinnati has been a bit of a, been a bit of an up and down squad, but they're four and two for a reason. I mean, this is probably the, this is, this is probably the game of the week um, in terms of just the NFL, the NFL slate. Two teams in the same division, you know, one game separates them between and you know they're just not a they're they're there's a they're a the, the good football teams. These are two good fo- good solid football teams that know how to play, know how to know how to play against each other and it's strength versus strength. So um I don't expect this game to go I will I will actually take the under on this because I don't expect this game to go very high in the scoring from the scoring perspective either. Like, AFC South games is typically you know, divisional games just typically don't go that high. AFC you know, have to beat each other up. I'm sorry, AFC North, sorry. They just typically beat the
1: hell out of each other, so. All right. Next up, we got Carolina at the New York Football Giants, Mm -hmm. who are 1-5 on the season. Um, The Giants are terrible. Carolina's better. Shubba Hubbard is actually playing very Christian McCaffrey-like. McCaffrey's still on IR, so he's two games away from going to be able to play. Had DJ Moore not fumbled last week, we actually would have made our parlay. But he screwed yeah, right. us and he decided not to do that. And I was actually rooting against them, just like you, Malik, for them not to make their two point conversion because mm-hmm. then they would have covered by just getting within, what is it, two points? They were plus two, two points. And a
0: half. They would have they lost, yeah, lost by two. They would have lost by two, and we were plus two and a half. And yeah, we would have so hit our parlay,
1: which we posted game. if you follow us on IG and on Twitter. Really pissed me off, but it is what it is. Carolina is going to beat the brakes off of the Giants. Um, they're not going to win this game. Saquon Barkley still isn't playing I don't care who's playing a wide receiver because Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback point blank period full stop the over under in this game is 43 it might hit under but I'm damn sure taking Carolina this is my second best bet of the week go ahead Malik
0: uh yeah Carolina's gonna be Carolina's the tough one I I, I'm not we're not putting them in the parlay this week I'm sorry I'm just not doing it they've they've burned me and I'm upset uh, I, I, can't, I can't bring myself to do it. The funny thing here is man, look, Carolina is a three point favorite on the road. Like this is not a high, this is not a big spread. I would expect them to be a much higher favorite on the road. If they're, if they're that much of a better team, I mean, which, which means that Vegas really wants people to be picking the giants here. They really want people to go lean New York because New York's at home. Um, expect Daniel Jones to come out and play better. I don't see Saquon on the injury report thus far in terms of not playing. So maybe he's, you know, a game time decision or maybe he's, um, no, I'm sorry. He's definitely out because of that foot that foot injury. Yeah, he's definitely not playing.
1: Um, so when Shepard is on the injury report. So is Evan Ingram.
0: Yeah. So, and Evan sports. Ingram has been, Evan Ingram has been talked about in trade talks as well. So this is an interesting, this is going to be just an overall interesting situation for the Giants being, being where they are at one and five. Um, look, Carolina needs to get off of a three-game losing streak that they're currently riding after the three-game win streak to start the year. Um, Anthony's favorite quarterback, Sam Darnold, needs to needs to step it up and start making some plays. Um, and he needs to get help. He needs to get help from his from his receiving core um to really take this game over. I'll take Carolina, but I don't like it. Um I don't like to, I don't like them not being able to, you know, to cover at home against Minnesota to cover at home against Philadelphia. I don't like them. I like them losing those two games. So I don't really like them going away to New York. I think they could easily lose this game. I'm not going to. So I'm not I'm not going to be watching this game either. So, um, but yeah, I'll take Carolina and I'll take the under.
1: Nobody's going to be watching this game unless you live in the New York, New Jersey area. Go ahead. Ant.
2: Yeah, it's the battle of the shit quarterbacks. Um <laughs> You got, you got Sam Donald who's trash. You can't do shit without um, Chris McCaffrey, versus the, the guy who's going to be gone soon on the, on the Giants. um Danny, Danny, um, do drop, drop dimes or whatever the hell. Danny fumbles, whatever. The, I don't give a shit. Um, the Giants <laughs> is fucking trash. And the, that whole, not only you're going to have Daniel Jones gone by the end of the year, coach is going to be gone and the GM. And they're going to have to reboot that whole team. I feel bad for Giants fans, except for that one guy. That we all know of personally. <laughs> as far as for everybody else, I feel bad for them because they got to start all over again. But as far as for um Carolina, yeah, they're gonna be looking for a quarterback soon, too, as well, because he's trash. But anyway, um, as for my picks, I'm picking the Giants. Fuck that shit. Because you know, Burger McMuffin's is trash. He can't he can't do nothing without Kristen McCaffey. So give me the Giants and give me the under. And I'm not watching this game. This game's horrible. It should be blacked out from anybody seeing it.
1: All right. We know how you feel. Yeah. Atlanta at Miami. Atlanta is a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Two otagraphy lows being talked about being traded eminently for Deshaun Watson, but shows you where the Miami Dolphins are at. They're talking about firing their head coach, Brian Flores. Shocking. They're talking about hiring firing a black football coach six games into the season. But yet somehow Joe, whatever his name is, who's coaching the Giants, still securely in his job. Don't no talk about Joe Judge being fired. Shot I am. I am. He should although be he, fired. Although he should be gone as of last year. The fact that Miami did as well as they did last year was kind of a surprise. So now they expected them to make the playoffs somehow, some way. I'm going to take Atlanta. They have a better quarterback. They have better team cohesion. The fact that Miami lost in London and they have to fly back home and play a home game against Atlanta, who's coming off of a bye week is insane to me. They have no rest. They lost the game. They're probably tired. They probably hate their coach right now. They don't like none of this. So I'm taking Atlanta on the road to win by a field goal. I think they can do it. Cordero Patterson, some guy, we going to have a monster game again. He might have a return for a touchdown, a run for a touchdown, a receiving touchdown. He might even throw a goddamn touchdown. Who knows? Give me Atlanta. This is my third lock of the week. Go ahead, Anthony.
2: Um, on my paper, I actually have Atlanta, but I'm going to change my mind here because... Ryan Flores is still my – I said this last year. If you guys have been following since last year, Ryan Flores is my one of my favorite um coaches. And I think that two is – you know, he's hearing this. He's hearing all the strong Watson talk. And he doesn't want to end up like Josh Rosen, you know, being in a practice squad somewhere, you know, sipping them taste you know, never get to see a game ever again. So two is going to come out firing. So uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins on this one. Give me the Dolphins and give me the under – Two, two is going to have his revenge game. Then he's going to suck for the rest of the year.
1: Go ahead, Malik.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm convinced the NFL hates the Miami Dolphins, honestly. I really do. I think they, they – look, they, every team, the three teams – so the four, three of the four teams that went to London and played, played in London, they got their bye immediately after that. Miami has to come back and play a football game. Um, and, and it's not because, you know, we want to see the Dolphins so bad that we just we just can't, you know, can't, can't uh, stand to be without them for a week. No, we've been perfectly fine with them not being around. And if they had this week off, they could have taken that week off as an opportunity for them to you know figure out what the hell they were going to do with their quarterback position. And they still don't. And so they still have no, no, no information about that. So they're going to run to out there to try to showcase a little bit of his, uh, you know, what he can do to make him a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> a little bit more palpable, a little bit more uh, attractive to the Houston uh, fan base and the Houston team that's uh, looking to acquire him um, and get off of the Deshaun Jackson situation. But, yeah, this isn't the game to do it. Atlanta's playing pretty well. Um, they're coming off of their bye. They're a little bit healthier. And not for nothing, you know, NFL comeback player of the year may very well be um, your boy. Ryan. Your, your, your bo- No, no. Um, the running back, um, slash receiver. Uh Cordero, Cordero, Patterson. Patterson. Cordero, Cordero Patterson. may very well be the comeback player of the year this year. Um, if he yeah. if he keeps this up, because nobody expected any any anything like what he's doing he's uh, for this team. Atlanta Falcons. That's team, why Chicago so.
1: kind of let him go because they're dumb.
0: So yeah, give me Atlanta and um I'll take the I'll take Atlanta and the over here. I think neither defense is is, you know, really anything to write home about, you know, as a collective group, there's some good players on both sides, but neither defense is really stopping anything. So I'll take Atlanta and the over, and this is pretty much like a, another home game to them. Atlanta's right down the road from, uh, from Florida. So, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not a, it's not a far drive for Atlanta uh, fans who will travel to get down there to Miami and, uh, and flood it out with the black and red. So uh, I'll take Atlanta and I will take the over.
1: I am taking the over as well. I don't think I said that. All right, next up, we have the New Jersey Jets at the New England Patriots. It is a home game for the Pats and the Pats are favored by seven points and the over under is 42 and a half, which is the lowest over under for the week. And I'm going to let you go as our resident NFC, AFC East expert.
2: Uh, I don't think you should let me go. Cause I'm going to just pull a Homer here. Cause my paper says the Pats. And the in the, in the under, but you know, but my homer side say you know the Jets and the over uh. on this one. I don't know if I should be the one going on this, but anyway, the Jets just coming back from a bye week. Hopefully, um, the Jets um coaches can actually figure things out because you have Rob Sala, who is the um rookie head coach. You have his offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, basically rookies. There's you got the a quarterback who's a rookie. And they're going against Bill Belichick, who's supposed to be the greatest of all time. And, you know, his little flunkies are that's behind him. So I don't know what's going to happen on this one. But if you're, if you're actually betting we're going to be going through the show, go, go with Pats and, the, uh, Pats and the Under in this one. They're going to actually do things right or whatever. As far as for the Jets, I mean, the Jets are going to smash the crap out of them and beat the shit out of them. But anyway, as far as for reality purposes of this show, I'm going to go with Pats and the Under in this and make this my lock one of my locks of the week
1: <laughs> wow that is shocking that me and anthony actually agree on paper because i'm taking new england and the over um yeah new england's favored by seven if they don't win this game by 10 points i'll be shocked their defense was able to stop tampa bay's offense at home and if they can do that they can damn sure stop the jets offense so give me new england i'll lay the seven points go ahead malik
0: yeah, it's my second lock right here, New England. The old, New England and the under. Um, this will probably make it onto our parlay. Um, this is this one feels like what the last time the last time uh, the Jets and the Jets in New England played each other in week two wasn't that the game where uh, Zach Wilson threw three three interceptions and, like three four. passes? You know, four, 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 four. in the he game. He got the Hall of
2: Fame of Ghost Games.
0: Yeah, he threw three. He threw three in three consecutive passes. And he threw one more in the second half. I remember that.
2: Um, so, yeah,
0: I expect, I expect Zach Wilson to be a little bit better to not maybe, maybe not be as fooled as bad. The other thing is, obviously, New England without Stefan Gilmore, who they traded away about a week, a week ago. Um, and so the expectation is that maybe, maybe they're a little bit worse on the outside, maybe they're a little bit worse in the secondary as a result of that, that trade, but uh, there's no way you can really expect them to lay an egg against the Jets. Um, this is a team that uh, Bill Belichick obviously loves to torture, and he's probably going to look to do a little bit more of that, um, and keep keep things rolling pretty well for them. Because Buffalo losing means that they're just a little bit closer to um, dethroning them. They still haven't played them yet in the, the to, in this season, so um, they want to maintain some uh, some leverage there so they can get to the game that they actually that actually do count. So take New England, take the over. i um, take the under here. Um, I just don't expect the Jets to get to, to get too many points.
1: How do these games not actually count? This is week seven of the NFL season.
0: No, these games. I mean, these games count in the sense, these games count in the sense that, you know, there's they're accounting towards a record, but, you know, New England's not looking at the Jets and thinking that they can hurt them other than if they, if, if New England plays the game that they're supposed to play, the Jets are not going to win this game. Sorry, Ann, I'm not, I'm just, just being honest. Like if the Jets win this game, That's if, New New, if right. the Jets win this game, New
2: England messed up. <laughs> That's <laughs> the reality of the situation.
1: If you unless think the Jets are going to win this game, the Jets are plus five fifty on the money line. So
2: unless bad. the Jets have a, a, a unless the Jets coaches have an epiphany over the last two weeks, you know, and they install something, you know, to make Zach Wilson a little bit better, as you know, or cover him up a little bit, like how they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, just going to lose. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a real tough game for them. Oh, tough for me, because I'm going to have a couple of... I already got the liquor game coming, coming in, so it's definitely going to be tough for me. I'm my, my liver and shit, you know, watching wow. this game. <laughs> Moving on.
1: You muted yourself. All right, next up, we have Philadelphia at Las Vegas. Las Vegas is favored by three points after winning after their coach had to quit because of uh, some emails he had sent and things that he had said that he really believed to his friends. And apparently his friend doesn't realize when you're saying terrible things about people digitally, you probably shouldn't use your work email address, which is something that I didn't get to address last week, but I I will address it this week. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard from a grown man. I'm not shocked that you said this. I'm shocked that you're dumb enough that you run a football franchise and that you send it from your work email, that you're that bold and you send in new photos of team employees from also said email.
0: Upcoming shout-out. I'm gonna have an upcoming shout-out that's that's related to this, that's, that's you know, semi-related to this in my in my shout-outs part. So,
1: neither here nor there for my pick. Yeah, neither here nor there for my pick, but I'm taking Philadelphia. Las Vegas seems to have an issue with running quarterbacks. They were able to beat Baltimore, but uh Jalen Hurts is just like he covers. They may not always win every game, but he is giving them a chance to actually compete in every game. Devonta Smith is a terror. He can run by anybody. They're getting three points. If they were getting a little bit more, I would put Philly as a, as a lock, but I think I've already picked five. So give me Philadelphia and the over. It's 49 and a half, but I'm going to mm-hmm. lean towards Philly here. Ahead, and you Lee. have four locks, Ace. Go ahead, Ant.
2: Well, well, since Malik's gonna have um Gruden in his shout-outs, maybe somewhere like that. You know, fuck him, fuck Gruden in his Y2 banana bullshit. But anyway, as far as the Raiders last week, they kind of um showed that they, you know, they could do better without him, and they decided to, you know, you know, step up the game and stuff like that. I am thinking that they should calm down a little bit and now the Eagles is gonna maybe, you know, give them a, a better game or whatever on this one. So I'm gonna have the Eagles on this one. Take, I'm going to take eagles in the under. And like I said before, fuck John Gruden and his Y2 banana bullshit. Go ahead, Malik.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Las Vegas is uh, two and one covering the spread. I'm sorry, one and two covering the spread at home this year. Uh, two and one two and one on the road. Um, they got a cover when they were five-point dogs against Denver. Everybody thought that they were going to roll over and, and basically lay dead against Denver and they were going to just just be horrible and it, it, it I guess it galvanized them I guess it made them um, play play harder and just and play more effectively and more efficiently so I don't see why you don't take them uh, as a you know coming back home and um, <clears throat> figuring out how to take down a Philadelphia Eagles offense uh, team that to me is just not a overall a very good team right now they're just they're they're kind of right there in the middle of the pack. They're playing well. You're right, Ace. Jalen Hurts is doing just enough to keep games close and to and to cover spreads. But I'm not going to, I'm, I'm gonna ride the way with, with with Vegas. I think eventually they they fall off the wagon and um they you know eventually find themselves out on the outside of a playoff picture. But right now they're four and two, and there's no reason to believe that they can't uh you know get a victory, get a victory. Uh, and you know win from win, win by more than three points against against Philadelphia. If they are going to be a team that's going to you know face uh, potential playoff matchups later on in the season, they got to win the, they got to win a game like this at home. So um, yes, they lost to Chicago. Chicago's got a much better defense than Philadelphia does, and so that game, I'm not surprised that they lost that game. I would be surprised if they lost to Philadelphia. So I'm going to take Las Vegas, and I will take the over.
2: Oh, make this my lock of the week too, Malik. Philly, yeah.
0: Just All right. So now you,
2: one, okay. two, and now you have two. Why two? Now you have two. Twisted the over. Oh, okay.
0: Ace, you <laughs> have four locks, so you can't actually make this Philly pick your lock, another lock. If
1: you no, want no, to. no. I have I have one. Okay. I, the next game coming up, I'm, I have something to say. Uh, we got okay. at the LA Rams. The Rams are favored by 16 and a half points. Or 16 points? I don't know. doesn't make a difference. Yeah, it's 16 and a half. 16 and a half. The over under is 50 and a half, which is saying a lot. This is a 16 and a half point spread. Uh, (laughs) The Rams are at home, which is why the spread is so high. Because if they were in Detroit, basically what you're telling me is that they're 11 and a half point favorites, it would just be 12 be 12. It'd just be 12. So, yeah, Malik, you go ahead since you're a Lions fan, the only winless team left in the NFL.
0: Shout out to us, man, because we found a way to remain to, to remain the only one this team in the NFL. Despite, despite seemingly in the if you look at the NFL power rankings, we're still in the power rankings. We're still better than two teams that have actually won games in the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets. So we're third in the power. We're like we're third from the bottom in power rankings. But those two teams have won games and we haven't. So hilariously, um, look the honest the honest thought here is. Can the Rams beat the Lions by 16 points? Well, Cincinnati just beat them by 23 on the road. So, uh, yes, they can absolutely beat the Lions by 16 points. I have a feeling this is going to be, you know, Matt Stafford came, on, came out, um, I believe, Sunday at night or Sunday afternoon after they beat the off the Giants, uh, 38-11 uh, last week. He came out and answered questions about this game and said it's just another game, it's just another, you know, it's, it's just another game for him. Yeah, it's just another team coming into coming into their their uh, onto their field, and you know they're going to do their best to win, and so on and so forth. Stop it, Matt. It's just not a, just another game. You want to beat the living daylights out of this team, and you know that you do. Um, and so don't this this game is going to be twenty. I expect this game to be twenty-one. You know nothing by half, maybe twenty-one-three by the half. And for the Rams to, you know, just score their typical 35 points and, um, you know, force the Lions to score 13. The problem is the Lions just don't have the receiving, they don't have the talent uh, on the offense to, to stay with the Rams. And anytime the anytime that the the Lions do get a little bit close, the Rams are going to pull away with another touchdown, touchdown or two. I'm not putting this in as my, as my lock because this is just a way too high of a line to do so. But it's, there's no reason to believe that the Rams can't cover the 16 and a half point spread especially with Matt Stafford playing against playing a revenge game against his lions. I had this game circled on my calendar weeks ago um, because I wanted to see this game in particular. I wanted to see how Matt Stafford would fare against his old team. Uh, he's going to beat the living daylights out of them. So uh, I'm going to take the Rams and I'll take the over here. Cause I think, I think the lions will get 17 points in this game. I just think it'll be something like 42, 17.
1: All right. I, have to pick this game, and I want to pick this game. The over-under is 15 and a half. The Detroit Lions are going to LA. The only game LA lost was at home, but that was against Arizona, which is a much better team. I think the spread is disrespectful. Um, I don't see how Detroit doesn't know how to stop Matt Stafford. Everybody in that defense literally knows every tendency this guy has. It's not that they're a good team. It's that what you're saying is, we're going to beat you by two touchdowns and a field goal. And it's not that Detroit won't lose by 20-something points. It's that this game means so much to them, and they're all in the NFL, which means they're much better than what we're giving them credit for. Collectively as a team, they're pretty terrible. But I do think that they're going to cover this spread. I do think it will hit the over, surprisingly. Um, I think the Rams are going to take it easy and kind of loaf through this game because they know they can win without trying super hard. So that's why I'm taking Detroit to cover. Go ahead, Ant.
2: Yeah, okay. So I'm taking the Rams in the over in that one. Done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Next up, we got Chicago at Tampa Bay. Chicago's getting 12 and a half points on the road. The over-under is 47 and a half. I'm going to take the under. Um, a bunch of people for Tampa Bay are banged up. Chicago's defense is good as containing people. Tampa Bay has a great run defense, so it's a terrible matchup for Chicago. They're down to their third running back who played really well last week against Green Bay at home. Um, Tampa Bay is the best number one run defense in the league. This is the afternoon game of the week on Fox and I'm taking Chicago to cover. I think they do enough to keep this close. They kept it close against green Bay. They kept it close against Cincinnati. They've beaten better teams. They've lost to better teams and they haven't lost a game by more than 10 points all year. So I'm going to keep that in mind. I'm going to take Chicago to lose by 10 points. Again, this is my fifth lock of the week. Give me Chicago getting 12 and a half on the road. And I'm gonna take the under. There's gonna be an ugly, slow game. Give me Chicago. Go ahead, Malik. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You just said oh. ugly, slow game. Uh-huh. You heard me. Ugly, slow game. This is gonna be very low scoring. I could see Tampa Bay winning this game 17-7 or 21-10.
2: You know that meme on Facebook when you type in um that shock look that little blank look or whatever and you see that little white kid with the little yellow hair bald hair, and he's blinking his eyes yeah, yeah that's if the viewers out there that's me right now with the you know <laughs> like slow game you talk yeah. about today, it, it, it being a slow game
1: Antonio Brown is thirty five years old and he had a limited practice week with hurt knee.
2: Wait, wait wait do you do you remember you the um the, the your property owner who was beat the Snyder guys last week you. T- this is going to be a slow game. This is Tampa Bay. And this is like Green Bay times 12.
1: The Bears have played Tampa 60 times, and they've beaten them 40 of those 60 times.
2: Okay. when's well, How many times, uh, you know, they beat them with, with, with Tom Brady there and the rest of this crew? That and was last Bronx season. Was
1: they beat them last season in Chicago, actually, when Tom oh, Brady oh, forgot. They? When he forgot, it was fourth down. Oh, okay. Of all the concussions he suffered over his 22 seasons of football.
2: With, with all that good knowledge, and now we know that they record with, with, that with,
1: with Nicholas Foles at quarterback, who apparently seems to know how to beat Tom Brady teams.
2: Well, that was Nicholas Foles. That's not Justin the rookie Fields, who has a horrible, however horrible, ass coach that's backing him up. And this is not going against last year Tom Brady. Or as or they Nick, call
1: him, or as they call him in Philly and Chicago, Big Dick Nick. Okay. Uh,
2: big Dick Nick is not on there. I think he's backing up for the Bills. <laughs> but no, that's
1: think, that's Nick Foles. Oh, Nick yeah. Foles!
2: Oh, my fault. But you know, Nick Foles ain't playing this one. Like I said, it's gonna be rookie, rookie, the rookie guy that you got behind your back over there. You know, mm-hmm. rookie fields with a horrible ass coaching versus Tom Brady with a team that's gel. when I think is coming back and the slaughterhouse crew. It's over. They're gonna get a beat down. This is gonna be a fast paced beat down game. I'm taking I'm taking the, the on bucks and I'm taking it over on this one. This is gonna be a beat down.
1: Gronk's not playing, by the way. They're holding them out. All the wide receivers are playing, but Gronk's not playing. Cameron you know, Gronk's gonna
2: be there for Gronk. Braid and Oj
1: Mayo are expected to start. Or I'm sorry, Gronk's, OJ Howard. Gronk's, Gronk's gonna have more points. O.J. Howard.
2: OJ Howard. Gronk's gonna have more points than most of the other receivers. Is what's the team even there? Who who's that receiver that's supposed to be your number one? Is he even there? Because you know, Alan he, Robinson's Robinson, healthy, Robinson. he's playing. He's playing. He, He's Darnell, on my fantasy team and he hasn't Darnell done anything.
1: Mooney is playing.
2: You know, Alan Robinson has been on my fantasy team this year and he hasn't done nothing. Shocking. Shocking. He has done nothing. <laughs> you know who said, you also
1: you know who hasn't done anything for me? Who's that? The New York Jets. Uh, Elite, <laughs> Elite, go ahead.
0: I'll 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 bring some levity and maybe some statistics to this. Um, Ace, you 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 kind of pointed to it. Um uh, Tampa Bay has the number one run defense in the in the in the league. And that's gonna be, I think it's gonna be really tough for Chicago to score points just because of it. Um, this is obviously a situation where you know Tampa Bay is gonna want to put the ball in Justin Fields' hand, make him make him, you know, convert third and long on a regular basis and just see where they, see where the chips fall downfall. from that. And see where the chips fall from that perspective. Look, Tampa Bay is only two and four against the spread this season in their sixth game that they've played. Uh, they're two and one at home. zero oh and three actually away from away from their, um, <clears throat> you know, their safe confines. Um, but the funny thing is the two games that they did cover the two games that they did cover at home were the two games that, where they had the highest spread. Uh, they were 13 point favorites against Atlanta. They covered that winning by 23. And they were eleven point favorites against Miami, and they covered that one, we winning by twenty eight. Um, Chicago so, was better yeah, when,
1: than Miami, and so Atlanta. how dare you? They are.
2: with that
0: knowledge. So, that, is my lock of the week, then. Wow. So, so when when the spread is high, Tampa Bay plays typically plays their plays their best football and and wins wins the game that way. Um, but honestly speaking, the reason why I'm picking Tampa Bay here is because of what you mentioned. The run game for, for Chicago should be should be you know held to held down uh, very well because they've held every team thus far down. And because of that, it's gonna force Chicago into making some trying to trying to push the one on the field and try to make maybe making a couple of mistakes along the way. So I'm gonna take Tampa and I'll take the under as well. So I think it's gonna be a low scoring game because I don't think Tampa Bay needs to score very much. But to win by 12, I think it will be something along the lines of you know 27, 14, something like that. Hmm. So I will take, I will take Tampa and this will be my actually this is not gonna be my lock. You're gonna you're gonna lock it in in?
2: Yeah, lock it, lock me in on that one.
0: All right.
1: All right.
2: Actually I'm gonna switch so the you minus got to my three locks in. Uh I'm gonna switch my to the under.
1: Okay. Wow. Shocking. All yeah, right.
2: Yeah, the Bears actually winning winning this one. That's gonna be shocking.
1: That would be <laughs> shocking. I'm not gonna lie. If they won this game, I would be genuinely surprised but it it wouldn't be because Todd Bowles is their defensive coordinator and we know how he was as a head coach.
2: No, Todd Bowles is a great defensive coordinator, but Mm. he's horrible as a coach. He let Mm. his best buddy be the defensive coordinator, and he was trash. There was this one game that Todd Bowles had to take over for this guy because he was sick or whatever, and Todd Bowles destroyed whoever the Jets had to face that week. I forgot who it was. Mm -hmm. Todd Bowles is great as a defensive coordinator. Maybe he'll
1: get another chance as a head coach because Chicago might be firing there soon.
2: As long as, he doesn't, uh, as long as he doesn't hire his buddy as a defensive coordinator again, he'd be good. All you right, call his own plays.
1: Next up, we have the largest spread of the week. We have Houston Texans going to the Arizona Cardinals with Kyler Murray, who is the front-runner favorite in the odds to be the NFL MVP this year. The last and lone undefeated team in the NFL. Arizona is at home. They are 17-and-a-half point favorites. The over-under for this game is 47-and-a-half which means they expect them to beat Arizona. Arizona expects them to beat Houston in Vegas by, I don't know what, 30 to 17 somehow and somehow cover the game and not go over, or they're going to beat them 31 to three, which is very possible. I'm taking Arizona. I know this is a super high spread. I know that Houston should be able to stay within two and a half touchdowns of them, but I don't expect them to give me Kyler Murray. Houston's defense is not really up for this. Um, I can't imagine they're going to be partying out in Arizona, although it is one of the few places that you can. Houston's pretty much a party town, so I don't know what they're doing. I feel bad for the head coach because this is his first year as a head coach. But, um, yeah, give me Arizona. I'm not locking this in, but I'm not going to be watching this game, but I won't be shocked if this game comes back 42-3 Cardinals. Go ahead, Ant.
2: I'm locking this in, so give me um. Give me, Arizona in this one. Give me Arizona in the Arizona under. Houston actually got some good, um, as far as veteran core or whatever like that on the scene, but I doubt too it can be starting for them this week. But yeah, I don't see that trade happening. I don't care, care about the rumors on that one. Deshaun Watson ain't going nowhere as far as for that side story is concerned, but as far as for this, I can actually see it happening. As far as the Cardinals, not quite they're not going to make the over in this one, so give me the Cardinals, give me the under in this one and make this my under lock of the week. I think this is my fourth, right? Yes. Yeah, it's your fourth one. Okay. So I got one more.
1: All right, Malik.
0: Yeah, let's sleep it. This is my third lock of the week. Um, we're going to take they take Arizona and give them seven give and give up 17 and a half points. This is my third my third best bet. Um, interesting fact for this one. This is actually the second highest uh, spread for Houston this year. he uh, yes. was Houston was uh, was a was an 18 and a half point dog in Buffalo in week four and managed to lose that game by 40. So so we shouldn't expect much by them um, uh, with the exception of when they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, during week one of the season, I think this team is going to go one in 15 and lose every single game here on from here on. 1-16. And one in yeah, 16.
2: Yeah. One in 16. I apologize.
0: Yes. Yeah. One in 16 and lose every game from here on. And so uh, I don't expect them to put up much of a, much of a fight against the Arizona Cardinals. And I'd be completely shocked if they did. So take Arizona. This is my best bet number three for me, of the week, uh Arizona and the under. I'm sorry, and of the end of the over, because I just think Arizona might just get might just get 47 on their own. Wow. I'm just dare right. Houston to score three.
1: Beat down. Beat down. Beat 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 down. Next up we got Indianapolis at the San Francisco 49ers this is the Sunday night football game, primetime game. Everybody in the country gets to watch this. I don't know if they want to watch this. I think uh, I don't know who's going to be playing quarterback for San Francisco, and I don't know if it's really going to matter. I'm taking Indianapolis, getting four points on the road. San Francisco's offense isn't really dominant. I don't know if George Kittle is going to be playing. I know San Francisco is coming off their bye. Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo might be playing. Uh, Kendrick Bourne is no longer on the team, although Debo Samuel actually has been playing really well. But Indianapolis' defense is coming off of a big win, and they've been playing most teams very, very close. And San Francisco is kind of up and down, up and down, a little bit above middle of the road. They're kind of meh. But Indianapolis still has a chance to win the AFC South, although it's looking like Tennessee is going to run away with it. And if they want a chance to make it to the playoffs, there's is games they got to win. So I'm taking Indianapolis and the points. Go ahead, Ant.
2: Well, I just glanced at the Atlantic over there, and they just talk about that Trey Lance misses practice today. Well, well, maybe that was yesterday. And they're also saying that um, Jimmy Garoppolo, while he has a sore calf, he still feels a little great. So just like you said, you don't know who to pick on this one. It's kind of hard. I can't even put this as a lock on this one as far as 49 and Colts is concerned. But as of right now, just for betting or whatever, I'm just going to take the 49ers anyway. I'm still going to take the 49ers and the under.
1: All right, Malik.
2: Yeah, surprisingly, this is this is probably the toughest game for me
0: to call, just because you know what the you know what the Colts are going to going to do when they're at their best. They're handing the ball off to um, to their their running back, uh, and they're and everybody's getting out of the way. I mean, when Jonathan Taylor had a, a impressive game last week against Houston, and they beat the brakes off the Texans, um, so you expect that they're going to try to do the exact same thing. Ride, ride, uh, you know lean on Jonathan Taylor and then allow um Carson Wentz to just kind of make make a couple of plays here and there with his receiving core and kind of control the game from that perspective and play some good defense so I think this game is gonna be really tough to call I'm gonna pick Indianapolis just because I think that they'll I, I'm, because I'm getting points in this one um I'm not I'm not necessarily uh, thrilled about that but I'm gonna take them just because I'm taking I'm getting some points here um, and I'll take that side. I'll take that side of the coin when, when it comes to this. I think these are two very, rel- relatively evenly matched teams but they are going to try to win the same way with running with you know the running game and short area passing. And just because Indianapolis is a little bit more healthy, I expect them to, at the very least, be able to cover. So give me Indianapolis and I'll take the under.
1: All right. Last and definitely one of the least watched games, I'm, I think, this week be Monday Night Football with the New Orleans Saints at the Seattle Seahawks. I guess they thought Drew Brees wasn't going to retire, which is why they scheduled this, and Russell Wilson would be healthy. But we have Gino, not G-I-N, G-E-N-O Smith at QB who did not play terrible for Seattle last week. And we have the Saints coming off of a bye week. The Saints defense is actually pretty good. They are favored by four and a half points on the road, which is why I'm sticking with the Saints. The over-under is 42 and a half. I'm going to take the over. The Saints have a much better defense. Seattle has given up so many points, and they keep having to play from behind. Um, DJ, DK Metcalf made a dumb play last week, although he was trying to win the game, but it was a wild play to try to make. I think that uh, Alvin Kamara is the best running back. Chris Carson is a little banged up. I don't know if he's going to be fully healthy, but I do believe he's going to play in this game. But I am leaning heavily on New Orleans. If I had another team to put lock in, I would put New Orleans in because I really think they're going to give it to Seattle. Geno Smith can prepare. He's actually better than I thought. He's a good sub as a QB. But him having a start against defense this good. It's lucky that he's at home because if they were in New Orleans, it'd probably be like eight or nine point underdog. Give me New Orleans, I think they can beat them by a touchdown on the road. Go ahead, Malik.
0: Yep, New Orleans is my fourth lock of the week. I'm uh, definitely going to be taking them in this game. Um, you said Gen- Geno Smith didn't play bad. Well, he didn't play good. So he was kind of he he played like Geno Smith. So <laughs> I don't expect much. I don't expect much from him. Although he has all of the weapons that um, Russell Wilson had in his had at his disposal. You get to watch the watch these two, and you realize exactly how important Russell Russell Wilson is, and and why why you know the conversation around Russell Wilson potentially leaving Seattle was just laughable because. Seattle has nothing uh, to to support to support this team if Russell Wilson decided to leave. So pay Russell Wilson, pay Ciara, pay whoever you need to pay, keep make, make sure that they stay healthy and make sure that they're always invested in, in the Seattle Seahawks. Cause without him, you have literally no chance of winning a damn thing. Oh no, he's You're paying. He just wanted out. He was just unhappy no, no, with the no, game you keep pay, pay him more. I don't give a damn what you got to give him. Give him more money because every, every minute that that man doesn't play, you realize how bad the Seattle Seahawks are without him. So um, look, yeah, New Orleans should win this game pretty handily. I think Alvin Kamara is in for a big night. Um, and surprisingly, nobody's talking bad about Jameis Winston so far. So Jameis Winston is still able to kind of ride the, ride the wave of uh, being, being a member of the New Orleans Saints, wins the football games along the way. So um, look, He's gonna throw a couple of picks probably in this game just because that's what James Winston does. I think he I think he actually feels a little bit weird if he doesn't throw a pick. He he probably he probably needs to throw a pick in order to feel better about himself. Um so he'll probably do one of he'll have one of those and maybe Seattle gets a pick six or something like that. But I don't see see them being able to score very many points against New Orleans Saints defense. It's actually pretty good. So uh, I'll take New Orleans as my fourth lock of the week. All
1: right. And, and the under. to finish
0: so, off. Sorry, and the over on this one.
2: Yeah, give me the Saints and the over on this one is, quite, is basically the Saints versus the, you know, the best in the world, you know, that dude. But anyway, <laughs> anyway um, as far as for him, as far as for um, Geno Smith, I he's right. He is basically he is Geno Smith. They made memes off of him from last week's game already with the fumbling, or whatever. I should have posted it online, but, you know. Yeah, I don't see I don't see Seattle winning. And I'm kind of glad, you know. I, I feel bad for Russell, but I'm kind of glad for my Jets because, you know, we own that Seattle pick. So the more Seattle loses, the better the Jets are. So I'm a little happy on that. Shout outs to the Jets once again. I keep doing that, but whatever. Shout outs to them. But anyway, as we, so we can wrap up this um this this week. Just give me Saints in the over on this one. You know, best of the world sucks, but whatever. All so.
1: right. That's it for week seven from us this is the nfl and a few college picks from myself and malik please follow us on stitcher podcast google podcast i gotta get that link updated apple podcast mainly on podbean spotify TuneIn, pandora and also on podcast addict addict um please like and subscribe email ask your questions and i will answer them i haven't seen any emails come in at The Parlay Pick Show podcast. That is our old email from our old name from last season. If you've been following us that long, I appreciate you. And I'm going to start with my shout out. I only have one real shout out this week. And that is to that is to that is to the people at Tennessee who decided to destroy the game and shut it down for 20 minutes because they didn't get a call. So the student section went apeshit, started throwing bottles and cans at their old cheerleaders who had to protect their heads with placards. Then they accused the media of picking on them. It's the first time I've ever seen a game get stopped for 20 minutes because people were throwing stuff on the field, just losing their damn mind. Um, I'm trying to keep it more sports related. This is a sports podcast. But it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in college football. And you know what? I think in the SEC, it means too much. Because Tennessee ain't been good for a long time. Um, they've been down for a while. Maybe you should start enjoying your other sports that you're actually good at. Y'all made the College World Series. You got a pretty good NCAA basketball team. Maybe you need to go to that. I don't know what you got to do, but this ain't it. Your team is actually has a winning record. You're 4-3. and three. You're playing Bama. So good luck with that. Hopefully you cover the spread at least. But uh, yeah, y'all need to chill out there. It ain't that serious. I understand you treat it like it's the NFL, but it ain't the NFL. You got the Tennessee Titans. Go cheer for a winning team. Go ahead, Ant.
2: Yeah, I was gonna give a shout out to John Gruden and his Y two banana, but I'll say that for Malik. You know, he can go rip him apart. Oh, I'm actually no,
0: I'm actually I'm actually not shouting out John Gruden. So feel free to do that.
2: No, I don't feel. I I just don't feel like even talking about him no more. He can stick that Y two banana up his ass. I don't give a shit. But anyway, fuck him. Anyway. Shout-out to Aaron Rodgers for owning the, owning the Bears. You know, I want to know how to get some shares into that. I'm going to have to keep rubbing that in on Ace. Shout-out to Spike Lee from last night's Knicks game. You know, Spike Lee's actual per, man purse that he had last night's this game. Shout-out to that. Um, Shout-out to um, Robert Parrish, Ace's favorite favorite NFL, NBA player of all time. Robert Parrish. That dude band.
1: is so overrated, and the fact <laughs> that he is on the 75 greatest NBA players list is ridiculous. He's the greatest beneficiary of being on a dynasty than any. Putting him on there is like putting that'd be like putting Andrew Bogut on the seventy-five greatest players. Word, word <laughs> is what you're telling me. Robert Parrish? Robert Parish is is, is is equal as a center to Patrick Ewing, Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal, Nate Thurman. Should I will go on and on and on? Okay, the man made what two two All Star games? You know, who also made two All Star games. Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley on that list I don't think so
2: oh also shout out to a podcast a podcast legend shout out to Chris Alpazengues we haven't been talking about him for many he was supposed to be on tonight's show but we kind of forgot about him again you know shout out to him and caps before- lost tonight he
0: already lost he's already <laughs> started the season started the season on a good on a good round they already lost they let the got, they got the break speed off of them by Atlanta, this week, Atlanta gave uh, tonight him. Yeah, so I should have uh, bet on that the
2: game. He just came. He should have just skipped the game. And came to our show, but you know, like shout out to him. I'm gonna
0: give him the whole business. he scored 11 whole points. He was definitely a shout out for me tonight too.
2: And I, hate I to would shout out, Caps. I hate hate to end this on a sober note, but Malik will pick it up later, and make it a little bit more happier. But shout out to Colin Powell, or whatever you might not quite like him or hate him, or whatever like that. But he was, you know, he did do a lot of good things, or whatever. Is kind of really fucked up the way how he died. Because he did have the vaccine and whatever, but they say basically the cancer that he had basically gotta basically cancel that out. But had to give a shout out to him on this one. But anyway, legend. shout out to him. I won't be drinking some liquor for, or whatever like that for tonight. But sorry to leave on a sorry note on that. But Malik will pick it up by his, you know, doing something else.
0: Uh well, thank you, Ed. Thank, thanks for sending that over to me. Cause uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> the pressure's on. No, it's not pressure. It's not pressure. It's just, yeah, Colin Powell, Colin Powell, you know, he would I remember I remember when people were talking about him potentially running for the presidency at the time, you know, um, and you know, there was a lot of talk about that. Um, and you know, I was hoping that he hoping that he would give it a shot, but he didn't. And uh, you know, uh, so shout out to him and uh, you know, our, our best wishes to his family, to his family and loved ones at this time. Um, all right. So my shout-outs, uh, Number one, shout out to Kanye West barber. Shout out to that guy, cause uh, look, dude, you got paid. I don't know how much you got paid for this. But, you know, celebrities they pay for their they pay for their haircuts. They pay pretty good for their haircuts. And, and and this celebrity Kanye West paid a ton of money for this for this haircut. So you got paid to completely mess up a man's head. Like that's that. <laughs> like you got paid a fair, a fair amount of money. To completely destroy this man's hair, hairstyle. And you know what? He he put he, you know, hopefully he did not shout you out because you're probably gonna lose business on this one. Um, or maybe you won't. Maybe maybe this was just maybe this will just be the new the new craze. I just know if my kids come to me and say, Dad, we want the yay, um, yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna have we're gonna have a problem. So shout out to but shout out to the ball, because you you made out like a bandit here in this situation. You could have just you just closed your eyes, you made some cuts. Kanye West said, "You know what? This is dope. Put it up on Instagram, and uh, guess what? You're famous now." Um, shout out to uh, the NBA for starting starting up the season this again. Um, you know, I did not realize how much I missed basketball uh, until I watched that Knicks Celtics game, um, double overtime, you know, thriller in Madison Square Garden. Both both given that I'm no longer in no longer a you know a full-time resident of new york city i definitely felt like i was there for a little bit of that time during during that during those two, three and a half hours that that game was being played um spike lee you need to do better uh if you're going to be on national tv wear some nick stuff like he just chose that day to not wear any mixed stuff and to wear a purse like i don't know i don't, I don't understand what the hell he was doing um <laughs> but, but but whatever, whatever man um, and, uh, last but not least, uh, you know, I did say that I was going to segue a little bit into, into the John Green situation. Shout out to Kevin Durant. And this is what I mean by that. A lot of people gave Kevin Durant a bunch of slack for his burner accounts and all of the tweeting that he was doing with burner accounts. But Kevin Durant has showed you, this is the exact reason why burner accounts exist. Okay. This is the exact reason why you, know, so you can be, you can say all the, all the racist and sexist and dumbass shit that you want to say, as long as nobody knows, it's you. Well, John Gruden does not realize that because he doesn't know he doesn't know how, how to work his computer. And last but not least, shout out to IT support. IT support coming through for the win again. Because what you, you need to catch somebody's emails, we need to catch somebody catch somebody doing some dirt. IT support is always there to help you out. So make sure make sure to tip your IT support person at the end of this year because that's the person that's gonna save your ass or catch your ass in the in, in the worst possible situations. So make sure to tip your IT guy, shout out to IT support. For, you know, for finding John Gruden's bullshit, calling him on it, getting him caught, getting them fired, getting them out of here. And the next time you call an IT guy to find out whether your wife's cheating on you, whether your husband's cheating on you, who's who's, who your, who's, who's real baby father, all those things, the IT guy can find it for you because it's on the computer. They don't, you, you can delete whatever you want. It's not, it never goes away. IT support for the win. Shout him out. Spoken <laughs> as a true IT guy.
1: All Boom! right. <laughs> those are our picks, those are our takes, those are our shout-outs.
2: Always wear that us, Kanye mask before Halloween though, that Kanye West had the mask he had. Yeah. Yeah, shout
1: out to the mask. <laughs>
2: shout out to the mask. It was not it was not at uh Spirit Halloween when I went and checked. I
1: know, and shout out to everybody with the uh Squid Game mask. That's really that's really nice, you guys walking around. The <laughs> circle the square and the triangle on your face Wait, as a face you mask know. people are walking into where i work now with those on i'm like what kind of message are you trying to send me you mean you're willing to murder people to make some money is that what you mean <laughs> you are grown adults wearing squid squid game for people who are ruthless and also want to win about 35 million dollars just just in case you wanted me to do the math for you that's how much 45 455 billion yuan is it's about 38 million dollars, or a little less than what uh, Steph Curry and LeBron James are gonna make for one season of N- NBA basketball. <laughs> or you could murder 455 people. You be, be be you know make make a wise choice. But uh, we are out. Better here. odds in the lotto. That's week. <laughs> That's week seven in the books. Follow along, and we are out. Peace.
0: Peace out.